Welcome to the boss level. My name is Enigma. I am your host here. I am, of course, your evil supervillain as well as your 15-year industry veteran. I am a game console collector, lifelong gamer, and a part-time Twitch streamer. Hope you are having a great week so far. We're going to get your Monday started off right with a little bit of a heel turn here. I have a great uh, talk about Diablo today. I'm going to do a little bit of a Diablo 4 review now that I've actually played it for a little while. As well as talk about how I feel about the Diablo series and where I got started with it and all that stuff. Because it's hard to believe it's been around for as long as it has. But uh, it was kind of a divisive game in some ways. you know. But uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. First, let's do our housekeeping. First of all, as I said... I'm a part-time Twitch streamer. I stream on Friday nights and Saturday mornings. Now, I want to thank everyone who was patient with me on Friday this week. I am uh, recording this on Saturday the 17th. Uh, yes, last night, my capture card apparently decided it didn't want to work properly. So I had to go back and stream off the proprietary software of the PlayStation 5. So that was a, a little bit of a challenge. But uh, it was still fun. Still a pretty good stream. Had a good time. And I think... Jeez, as I record this, we're up to level like 42, 43, I think. We're getting there. Jeez. I know that uh, it's 100 is the max or something, right? But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Having a good time with the game and having a great time streaming it. Uh, so I will be streaming it again this weekend. Uh, no changes that I'm aware of currently. There are uh, games coming out. Final Fantasy 16 is coming out, and I want to play it, but uh, I'm not sure it's a game I want to stream yet. I need to see more of it. I need to see if it's going to be fun, if it's going to be something I can make fun for everyone to watch, and if not, we'll just continue playing Diablo, which is fine by me, because I love Diablo. I am also a content creator for the Kindred Knights and a full-fledged member of Team Dragonfire. That means we do have our own line of hot sauces over at kindrednations.com. That last E in Kindred replaced that with the number three. You can go right over there and you can see our big old line of hot sauces we have. Uh, they keep adding and taking things down all the time. So they have limited edition sauces and then they add more to it. There's some really good sauces they have there. Check out the honey garlic fire sauce. That's a Team Dragon fire sauce, our sauce. It's actually quite good. I like putting it on salads. It's really nice on uh, you know on, on greens and stuff. Very, very good. The, uh, the night sauce is really good as well. DOA sauce is really hot, but they have they have some great a great selection of hot sauces over there. So check that out. And uh, if you use the code Enigma when you check out E N Y G M A, you're going to get yourself 10% off your order. Feel free to tag me on social media if you want to show that you bought some hot sauce and let people know. Hey, look, I bought hot sauce. I'll share that stuff out with my fa uh, my uh, followers, and I'm sure knowing the Kindred Knights and Kindred Nations as well as. Uh, Team Dragonfire, they're going to share your stuff out too. So if you're looking for some sort of uh, social media interaction, that's what you probably want to do. Do that, and we will we'll do what we can to get you some social media interaction. So check that out, kindrednations.com, code Enigma, E-N-Y-G-M-A. Get yourself 10% off. And we have a new challenger. Dun, 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 dun. Guys, Team Dragonfire is trying to become a full-fledged partner with an energy drink company by the name of Glitch. G-Y-L-T-C-H. And they have a long line of drinks as well as supplements over there at their website, glitchenergy.com. Go check out their stuff over there. Now, I know what you're thinking. Enigma, everybody and their grandmother has a line of energy drinks, and you would be correct. And if some of you out there are like me, you can't drink energy drinks because of uh, the caffeine in them. There's too much of it. You know, I can't drink Red Bull. I can't do energy drinks. I, I It has a... A bad effect on my health, so uh, I don't 
really drink energy drinks anymore. I can't do it. It's uh, at my age and, and my condition, there's just, it does more harm than good. So I, I can't drink the energy drinks. That being said, Glitch Energy has a nice line of hydration sports drinks as well. It's made the same way as the energy drinks. You just uh, stick, to, you know, get the powder, you pour the powder in to a shaker, you take uh, you know, the water, shake it up, and then you have yourself a nice uh, little boost of uh, like electrolytes and stuff like that. I uh, have tried some of them, and I am a particularly big fan. I, I'm a big cherry limeade guy, guys. I don't. I I grew up in the South. One of the places I grew up was in the South. I grew up all over the place, quite frankly. But I, I really like the South. And anyone who who lives down in the South knows about Sonic drive-ins and cherry limeades, and uh, that's that's a staple. I can't tell you how many times. We would go up to the, the local Sonic when we lived in uh, in Central Arkansas, where we just walk up to the Sonic, which was a drive-in, but we it was close enough we'd walk up there, get a number two cheeseburger and a cherry limeade, and let me tell you, that is where it is at. Okay, cherry limeade is, is good stuff. It reminds me of that uh, uh, going going up to the Sonic. It's just it's just it's a good good flavor. I like it. But the main event, guys, seriously, the main event on that that line is the blackberry lemonade. That is a seriously good flavor of uh, of drink. I had that for the first time yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, this is holy crap! This is excellent!" So check that out. Check that out, and uh, you know they have supplements as well. They have stuff you know, pills that'll help you sleep. They'll have pills that are supposed that help you with uh, you know brain activity, things like that. Go check them out. Use the code Dragon X Fire when you check out. That'll be another ten percent off your order. And uh, that'll help Team Dragonfire. We're as we're a small and up and coming team. We're trying to trying to make our way in the world today. Go ahead and kick in the Cheers theme music there. So uh, if we can get on with them and become a partner with them, that would be great. But we got to get that code moving. We got to get that code going. Got to get people interested to, in the in in those drinks. So go ahead and check that out. New uh, new sponsor of the show would appreciate that. Thank you so much for at least checking it out. Go check it out. As I said. Uh, make sure you check out that line of, of the hydration uh, endurance drinks. Those actually are quite good. And if you can't do energy drinks like me, that's really going to help you out. Okay, so go check that out. I would appreciate that. All right, guys, we have done all of our good housekeeping today. So we're going to go ahead and move into other realms. We're going to talk about Diablo today. And uh, I'm going to start out talking about Diablo as a series, how, how I first played it. Uh, you know all that good stuff, and then we can move on to the uh, the main event and talk about Diablo Four and what I like and what I don't like about it. So check that out and 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 uh, see that. So uh, Diablo, of course, is a game series created by Blizzard, and I will go ahead and say the eight hundred pound gorilla in the room. No, no one who worked on the original Diablo is still with Blizzard. At least anyone in any sort of creative or you know capacity that, that we would actually know about quite frankly i'm sure they might there might still be someone there that worked on it but it's not one of the creative heads not the art directors none of, none of that at all uh it came out in i think january of 1997 if memory serves me right of course i was 21 years old when the game came out and uh my history with pc gaming is kind of um very hit or miss. Anyone who was a, a kid at that time, who was a, a gamer at that time, I should say, had problems with PC games. And uh, I know nowadays things are different, so I don't want to make it sound like I'm poo-pooing PC, even though I'm a big console guy. 
but uh, I I really wanted to get into PC gaming because I would I played games that I loved. You know, Tie Fighter I've talked about before is my favorite PC game. Uh, you know, X Wing is really good. Uh, the Civilization series is really good. I really loved playing games on my PC. The problem was is that the uh, the speed at which everything was being perfected and developed was so fast that the uh, you couldn't keep up hardware wise. You would go to the store and, and pick up a game and go, oh gosh, awesome! You know, I remember having a copy of a uh, you know Super Street Fighter Two on the uh, on the PC, and and it came with a six button controller that you could plug into the controller slot onto a, a PC and and play it. I was really excited to play that, you know, and and I, it was fine, but uh, it was still I thought better on console because of the way that the console was made to perform. That all being said. Uh, I personally found that PC gaming was, was, I knew I liked certain games and, uh, that were on PC, but what I didn't like was that the performance of those games, you could, you could purchase a, a PC game and, uh, look at the back or, or read the, you know, read the stuff and, and you look at the back and it's meant to sell you the game. The package is meant to sell you the game. It's let's, let's be completely honest about that. We're not going to. Any game now is like the same way. When you go to the store right now, you go to the store and you pick up a copy of a game. The back of that game is to get you interested. It's to get get you know wept your appetite. Oh gosh, I gotta play this. I need to see how this is gonna turn out. That's the way it was back then as well. But what was more important back then is if you were looking in the PC section, you had to make sure your PC could run the game. And I know nowadays it's all listed on Steam and things like that. But but back then we actually had to. You you would go into a store like a like a Walmart or wherever, and you'd see people in the PC section that would pick up the boxes. And the boxes were much bigger on PC back then. Where they're, you know, very much this, you know, the size of like an eight by ten box. They were they were very large, but they had to be because there was a lot of information on the back of them. You know, you'd buy the game, and the, yeah, there's a little disc in there, and maybe an instruction manual that would take up the size of, you know, a pamphlet or whatever. So the huge box. That why was the box so big? And the box was big because you had to ha- have all the information. Because you guys would sit there and read the back of the PC. You had to know what you had as far as your PC goes so you could see if you could run the game or not. And Diablo came out and I uh, picked up Diablo. I really wanted to play it because it looked really cool. And uh, I never really heard of Blizzard before that, quite frankly. I was never a big Warcraft guy. I know that's probably something that's going to tick a lot of people off, but I never really got into Warcraft. That all being said, uh, I, I started reading the, the back and seeing what I needed to run the game. And of course, I didn't have the specs. My PC I had at the time, which I'd had for three or four years, uh, just wasn't ready for it. It just it couldn't run it. And no matter... What I was looking at at that time, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff out there that I could run. My PC was obsolete. Now, the joke is is that your PC is obsolete the second that you open it and take it out of the box. I will argue that your PC is obsolete the very second you actually pay for it. <laughs> because even to this day, we still have hardware being developed and perfected so fast that you can go out right now and spend... Ten grand on a on a you know a desktop about that it'll that's a, that's a, gonna run like crazy, and uh, you get it out of the box and you'll you'll read oh my gosh now they have this kind of RAM oh my gosh now that they have these kind of processors that's twice as good as what I have so they continue to do that it's still moving uh, very quickly as far as development goes of this hardware, 
But the truth is, is now software development has slowed down. Software development has this has come to the point where they say we can't move at the same pace that hardware is being developed because we're going to lock people, most people, out of our our customer base. Basically, is is what it is. Back then, it didn't really matter. For some, you know, it mattered, but games were not as good looking as they are now. You know, you can you can go buy a PC right now for. You know, my my gaming laptop that I bought the stream off of, I didn't. I, I mean, I paid money for it. It wasn't like it was cheap, but at the same time, uh, it's not like that I can't get anything for it. It's not like I mean, my Steam Deck. I have a Steam Deck for crying out loud. That thing is a couple. You know, I, I told you it's a year old for me, but it's you know, it's been out for a couple of years, and the hardware is still good. It's still good. You can still go on to uh, Steam with it and and pick up stuff like Spider-Man and things like that and run just fine. So there is good stuff uh, on, on PC now that you don't have to have the latest and the greatest hardware for because the developers know that just getting a little bit better, you know, graphically performance out of things is not going to win or lose the battle. You need to keep in mind who your customers, what your customers have access to more so than you, you know, your, your artistic vision is what I'm trying to say. Of course, in a perfect world, we would all have the latest and the greatest stuff, and we'd all be able to see crystal clear 8K definition uh, graphics and performance with you know 128 gigs of RAM and all that good stuff. You know, uh, back then it was it wasn't that way. PC PC hardware was developing was coming very fast, and the software was actually being developed just as fast, if not faster. So we had to spend a lot of time in the store looking at the specs. To see what we could actually run, and familiarizing ourselves with, well, this says I need, you know, four gigs of RAM. This says I need to have, actually, well, it wasn't gigs back then; it was K. <laughs> uh, you know, our processor is not fast enough. You know, we what, what kind of video card do we have? Geez, video cards weren't weren't a standard at that point; they were not. So, you had to know what you had the equivalent of, and and sound card. Sound card was another thing; you had to have a sound card. Day. So it, it was it was just really important to, to know what you had, and then you had to be able to apply that to the you know up to the box to make sure you could actually run it. Well, I couldn't play Diablo, and I I could I was really miffed and bummed out because you know people I'd seen people playing it online. Internet in 1997 was not as big as it is now, obviously. But it was starting to come around. You would go online and there was message boards and you'd go to IRC chats and stuff like that. And I had friends that were playing Diablo and uh, tell me how great it was and how great, how much fun they were having. So I really, really wanted to play it. Fortunately, Enigma couldn't play it because he didn't have a PC that could run it. So I go to the store after a little while, you know, after a couple of months. I want to say it was March, March or April. I go to my local Best Buy and I drop two grand on a brand new PC. Boop. Or we did, my you know my parents as well. We we dropped two grand on a brand new PC. So happy, I could finally play Diablo. And then six months later, the hardware uh, was obsolete, and you couldn't play games for it. I it's, I'm dead serious. Uh, it was October of that year as well. I think it was '97, October of '97. I got a game called Nocturne, and I didn't bother reading the box because I just bought my PC. My PC is going to be good. It should be able to run everything, right? Eh, nope. Couldn't run it, <laughs> but that's not what this is about. This is about Diablo, right? So I get my hands on Diablo, finally get to play Diablo, and uh, I had never seen anything like it. It was completely randomized. 
Everything in the game was randomized. You every whenever you booted up the game, it it randomly created every level that you were going to be in. The town of Tristram was pretty much the same, I believe. But as far as uh, going down into the depths below the cathedral, b b below the church, was randomized. Certain bosses would appear one time, they wouldn't appear the next time. Every map that had to do with, with actual gameplay was different every time you loaded the game up. I'd never seen that before. It was insane how addictive that game was because of that. That it was really technically never the same game twice. You would start playing it and... Uh, you know, obviously, if you were first playing it, you couldn't beat it your first time, so you'd actually leave and and uh, have to come back later and realize, hey, wait, these levels are completely different. But your pro the progress of your character would stay. You could always have your character, uh, you know, continually gain levels, gain you know powers, weapons, and armor. Very much were a big deal, and we'll get to that in just a second on how that operated and how that works. But it was it was amazing. It was great. There was three character classes. There was warrior, wizard, and I'm gonna say it was Amazon, but it was rogue basically. It was a chick. It was chick with a bow. That's what it was. That's the class I chose because of the gameplay. Basically, I I, I usually do or do the, the the rogues in games or something with with distance, a little bit of distance, because I love armor. I love the the weapons and armor, but at the same time, I need to keep my distance because of craziness <laughs> craziness 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 that all being said um it, it, it was just a great game it was and and uh i think i beat diablo late much later it was also completely online so you could go online and play with people and if you had friends that had the game you could play with them you could go and and see that and unfortunately uh, it also was a game because there was no there's no there was no battle net really back then there was no uh checks and balances for what you were who you were playing with or anything so people cheated people would uh, dupe items i can't tell you how many times i would join a game with people and they would just start dropping items like crazy it was just and, and you look at it and you, you don't you don't want that nope take it take it take it and what they were doing was they were duplicating items that they had and we were and it was just top-notch stuff that they were they were duping and so hacking was a big deal. It was a big deal with the first Diablo, but you wanted, I remember uh, I met one young lady there who all of her names that she would name her characters ended with pure, P-U-R-E. And I say, why are you, are you doing this? She goes, because I don't want to use hacked items with any of these characters. Like this is a pure run. This is a pure playthrough. I do not want anything uh, nutso, you know, showing up unless I actually earn it. You know, I want to earn the the pieces. I still remember her. she was very nice. But the thing is, is that Diablo kind of created its own genre. Now, uh, back in the 90s, we had genres of games being invented all the time. It wasn't something that, it wasn't like it is now where you say, oh, this is like, you know, this is a Grand Theft Auto clone. This is a clone of, uh, of Assassin's Creed. This is a Final Fantasy clone. This is that clone. That happens all the time now. It didn't happen at... That's not true. It happened a lot back then because gaming was very much a me too thing. But you also had innovation. You also had people coming up with new ways to play games. And you had, because if you had people copying you, you had to have something for them to copy, right? That happened a lot back in the, in the 90s. Is that, uh, yeah, there was a lot of fighting games in the 90s. A lot of fighting games. 
But every time someone came up with something that was really popular, there was other companies there to take advantage of it and say, oh, yeah, well, we can do something like that. That happens like crazy now, but it happened a lot more back then. There's a lot more innovation back then as far as, far as I, I'm telling you. I know there's a lot of indie people who uh, will say, oh, no, there's lots of innovation in independent gaming. Totally believe you guys. Totally believe you. I'm not uh, disputing that whatsoever. But I believe that you're not seeing, you're not going to see as much innovation because I think most things have been done. There's very little you can do that's going to be completely and utterly original. Uh, and I'm sorry, that's just how I feel about it these days. It's Diablo was a game that, if it didn't create the dungeon crawler, it dang sure brought it to the mainstream. With randomized levels, randomized loot drops, randomized bosses, everything was just completely random. And uh, the experience was building the character. That's really, to me, what the actual experience was, was taking a character that you uh, would create, you know, a warrior or a rogue or whatever, and take that character on a journey, play through levels many times just so you could continually clear them out and, and find the best loot and get all the experience points and 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 max out your character basically is what you were trying to do and the the formula with these dungeon crawlers is and in, in my opinion is has been and i still do it when i'm playing diablo 4 to this day i want to kill everything on the screen every, every time i go to a level uh, or in the overworld, we'll get to Diablo 4 in a bit. I want to kill everything because I want the experience. I want to get my character to max level. And then I can start taking part in the second half of the game, which is loot. First half of the game is all about maximizing your experience points, maximizing your uh, your riches, you know, all that. And then the second part of the game is, okay, my character's maxed out. My character all have, I need to find the best weapons and the best armor in the game. That is what Diablo really is at its core. That's what it's been since the very beginning. And I, I got hooked. I got hooked on the first Diablo game, guys. It was, it was great. And I have nothing really bad to say about the game. I know these days it's dated and you'll see things in the game that, uh, yeah, they weren't as good. Plus, we got let's talk about the controls. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. The one thing I didn't like about Diablo was the clicky click 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 bake the click fest that the first two diablo games were uh what i mean by the click fest is and the, actually three games diablo 3 was this way as well where you did not have direct control over your character you know instead you had your mouse and you would click on the mouse on the screen where you wanted your character to go and that is how the game was played is that you would it was a, it was like a checkerboard, but you couldn't really see the checkerboard. But you could see that there's a square next to a treasure chest. You have to go over there to open that treasure chest, and uh, that was innovative at the time. But it, boy, did it make your finger tired! <laughs> you click, 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 click. That's that is exactly the the sound of uh, someone playing the first couple of Diablo games. <laughs> click, 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 click. <sighs> but Still loved it. I loved the way the game looked. I loved the way the game played. I loved the way they had the progression system set up. It was just an amazing experience. I, I loved it. And uh, shortly after, they announced Diablo 2. And I was just as stoked about Diablo 2. I was like, holy crap, they're doing another one. Couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to play the next Diablo game. And 
they've expanded it even more. While the first game felt kind of closed off because you were in a uh, the the basically basically the whole game took place under the cathedral under the under the uh, the church, all the way down to fight Diablo. The second game was much more expansive, was much bigger in scope. There were there were dungeons and you did do that, but instead of that, you also had overworld. You also you know, when you start out in a camp of rogues and go out into the wilderness and that was also randomized all the overworld maps were randomized as well and then along the way you'd f- find a cave you'd find a you know an abandoned shack or something you could go in there and see what's in there and, and clear those out of, of enemies it was interesting and it was it was a sequel that definitely expanded on the original premises which is why i think it's probably the best of the series quite frankly and i know that they reissued it here a couple of years ago uh, i hope they i don't know if they gave you the newer control style on it i haven't downloaded it but one of these days i, I might have to do that i know that uh in my opinion diablo 2 probably broke the mold as far as the dungeon crawler experience goes of course they did an expansion pack for it good stuff it was a, it was great play it online with your friends it, it just it felt like it was the first Diablo, and it was it was expand it was just dramatically expanded upon. They took what they did with the first Diablo, and they made everything bigger and better, more character classes. I think uh, after the expansion, there was six character classes. I think that's what it was. It, it just was great. They did a great job with it, and and I loved that game. Now Diablo three came out a lot later. Uh, Blizzard kind of went on this kick where they were doing World of Warcraft, and they still do it, you know, and StarCraft and things like that. They were really into those those games, and they kind of put Diablo on the back burner for, you know, 10, 12 years. <laughs> they didn't really do a whole lot with it. And uh, it, I don't want to say it grew stagnant or grew stale, but it was like, where's where's the next Diablo? Why, we're getting all these sequels, and they're focusing on this new MMO where, where where's Diablo? When are we gonna see Diablo? Well, we saw Diablo came out in 2012. In fact, if you are uh, have your bingo card there, the the last game I bought as an employee of GameStop was Diablo 3 on the PC, limited edition. I still have it. So while I do like Diablo 3, uh, I also kind of it was the end of an era for me, and I didn't play it probably as much as I really wanted to on the PC, just because I was really bummed out after what had happened. Ten years of my life down the drain, you know that kind of thing. So. Uh, but that being said, it was pretty much the same thing until Diablo 3 hit console. Now, when it came out on the PS3 and the Xbox 360, I bought it. So I technically, I bought Diablo 3. Actually, I bought it three times now because I have it on the PS4 as well. But I bought Diablo 3 on all those consoles. And they made a big stink about it coming to console because Blizzard had always been a PC company. In fact, uh, I've talked before about writing on that website uh, this was about the time I was writing for that website, and I remember saying that Blizzard was a crown jewel of PC gaming, and, which it was. And I wrote on that, you know, I, I was talking to the kids on the website I was writing with. When I say kids, they were all very young kids. And uh, I say very young. They were young adults, okay? they were. I, I said, well, Blizzard's the crown jewel of PC gaming, and for it to, cut, to get the console, that's a big deal. And they're like, oh, no, no one, no one on PC really cares about Blizzard. And I went, you guys are full of crap. <laughs> You're full of crap. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean that they're not that big of a deal because every time Blizzard would release a game, it was a big deal. 
I just think they were upset that Blizzard had uh, gone to the dark side. They were doing console games now. Gah, we can't like them. Look what they've done. They've 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 abandoned us. They've gone to console. They're on PlayStation for crying out loud. How can we still love and worship them if they're doing something as bad as putting things on the dirty console? Um, I don't know if that's what they were saying, but <laughs> that's the way it felt to me anyway. And then they did something really smart. And uh, I, I can't stress how smart this was enough. And I will also go ahead and say they were not the first game to do this. Um, by this point of Diablo's lifespan, they had lots of clones and competitors out there. There were lots of dungeon crawlers that did the exact same thing as Diablo did. But they were doing it a little better because they were coming out on console and they gave you direct control of the character with the control sticks. It wasn't like your... Click fest, click, 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 click. That wasn't happening on console because you didn't have a mouse. There was not a mouse on, on console, so you they'd have to figure out a control scheme to make it work with a, a controller. And lo and behold, all these other companies would do it. If you, if you go back and you look, there's a, there's a slew of these games, guys, and there's some that are even IP-laced uh, that you can't find anymore, like X-Men Legends. There was two X-Men Legends games on the PlayStation uh, 3 and the X, a play, yeah, PlayStation 2, actually, and the original Xbox. There was a Justice League game. There was Champions of Norath, which was based off of uh, EverQuest. There was a Brotherhood, Fallout of Steel, or I'm sorry, Fallout, Brotherhood of Steel, that game. That was another Diablo clone. There was tons of games out there on console that gave you direct control of the character. And uh, they were doing really well. They were great. I loved it. Every time I saw one coming out, I had to buy it. I was like, oh, I love these type of games. You know, I, the X-Men Legends games are fantastic. I love them. They're so much fun. And Blizzard looked at that probably and said, why are we doing that? So they put them out on console and they did it with giving you direct control of the character with a control stick, found a control scheme that worked, and they released the game on console. And I thought it was head and shoulders better than the PC version. Now, I'm sure the PC version ended up integrating those controls in if they didn't do it from the very start. But for me, it was like, wow, this is this is what it's like. This is Dorothy going from Kansas to the land of Oz. This is amazing. I, I'm playing Diablo with a controller, and it's it makes sense. And I loved it. And that's why when it came out on PS4, I did the same thing. I took You could take your character between the consoles, and I did that. Just so good. They did such a great job with it. And, of course, I had the expansion that I hadn't played at the time either. And that lasted us a while. And... Uh, Again, it was it just was so well done. I was amazed at how well done how well done it was. And then they kind of went dormant again for a little bit. You know, Blizzard would move on to do more World of Warcraft, very much into World of Warcraft and other stuff like that. But lo and behold, here we are, and Diablo Four just came out a couple weeks ago. Doesn't feel like it's been as long of a time between Diablo uh, three to four, like two and three was, but it really was about the same amount of time, quite frankly. And so far, I really like it. So let's go ahead and do our review, our full review of Diablo 4. There are five character classes you can choose. And each one to suit different playstyles. I have heard that the best ones in the game are Sorcerer, which is what I'm using, and uh, Necromancer, which I'm not using yet. I'm sure I will play with all the character classes a little bit here and there. Barbarian and, and Rogue and all that. But uh, for now, I'm, I'm doing Sorcerer. Sorceress, and she's, she's a gal. And uh, it's 
I can see what they're doing. There, it's a, it's almost like a pseudo MMO in a way. It's a pseudo World of Warcraft. The overworld is not random. The overworld is the same map, so you can go into the same map. Now, they there's things on the map that are randomized: treasure chests, uh, where dungeon some you know cellar dungeons are things like that that that's all randomized i believe but the actual layout of the overworld map is the absolute same you uncover the map it's the same for everybody but there but you are there and you can be wandering around the wilderness doing whatever and all of a sudden you run across some dude that uh, needs some help and it's actually a player that you can help out or you're getting you need help and some someone will show up and help you so they're going for this like pseudo mmo thing where i, I believe you're in instances with with many people I don't think you ever have an instance like that to yourself. You do have dungeons to yourself, but you don't have the overworld instances to yourself. You go into town, there's you know, 10, 15, 20 people there, maybe. I don't know how many. I haven't counted them, but they're they're there repairing their armor and, and things of that nature. They also have clans, which are like alliances or guilds where you can sign in. I our, My team, uh, Dragonfire and the Kindred Knights, we have a jointed clan together that I've joined. I haven't played with anybody yet, but uh, it's small. I think we're still waiting for folks to get the game and get on. But uh, yeah, here here we are, a part of that clan. But uh, you know, graphically it looks fine. It's it, it looks great. You can customize your character from the get-go, which I do like. I always liked character customization. I do like the fact that uh, the dungeons are randomized. So if you are... You have to go if you go into an actual proper dungeon. It, the map layouts do randomize from there. Yes, the boss will probably always will be the same, but there's a different selection of mini bosses that are running around, and uh, the, the layout layouts are different. The, the treasure, of course, is different. But uh, I like what I've seen so far. Whiskey barked because he saw probably a squirrel. That's what he was doing. <laughs> if you just heard him bark there. Uh, but I, I like it. I do. I do like the game. It's it's it looks great. It plays good. Uh, I'm still early in the story. Uh, I'm the type of person. If anyone's ever watched me play an open world game like this, I try to do all the random stuff before I actually do the story. I'm actually saving the storyline stuff for streaming. I'm doing all the random stuff offline because I, it's a grind fest. So I know that grinding a character up to the max level is something I'm gonna. Have, it's gonna take some time to do. And uh, it's a community kind of game, too. I, I actually like the idea that they have Twitch cosmetic drops. You know, you go on to, to Twitch and you can find a, a, a streamer, as I'm pointing to myself right now, that while I'm playing it, anyone who comes in will get credit towards free random, or not random, but free drops every week. As I record this, Sorcerer is the uh, is the one where you get a wand and something else, for cosmetic for that. Next week, it, I think it's Barbarian. I don't I don't remember what it is. But you have to watch for three hours to get one item and another three hours to get another, basically. So, uh, as I'm pointing to myself, feel free to drop in. And if you're looking for drops, I'll have drops for you. But uh, it's cool. I It's a great game. I'm not uh, I'm not saying... It's story, I want to see how the story goes. You know, that we got to a point last time, and in in, if you played Diablo 3, you know Diablo took over the heavens. So you had to go up there and kill Diablo in heaven. So <laughs> that was a pretty big deal. But I uh, I, I really do like what I've played so far. Uh, and Lilith is seems to be the 
de facto bad guy, the de facto antagonist in this game. She's the, the mother of Sanctuary, which is the world that you live in. It's called Sanctuary. So that's she's apparently the, the mother of that. And it's it, and she looks it's kind of attractive, weird, in a weird, disgusting kind of way. It's kind of odd. But hey, whatever. I, I just it, The game is really good, guys. So if you haven't played it yet, you want to pick it up, you know that's you can play with a lot of people. You can uh, you cannot you don't have to play with anybody. Even if there's someone helps you out, doesn't mean you have to go join them on a quest. You can just say hey thanks or whatever you know and and, and go along. Uh, it's a, of course it is a loot fest just like the the games prior. I I did notice that they have changed the color scheme up a little bit. They're just regular items. Then there's magic items and there's legendary items. I don't know if there's something greater than legendary at this point, but. I, I think I'm only missing gloves from having a full set of legendary gear on my character. I'm waiting before I change my gear off because I'm probably getting to a point in the game where gear is starting, even legendary gear is getting old. The uh, my you know because I got it probably 10, 12 levels ago. I need to continually swap out. I've always told folks about these loot games that the best thing you can do is not fall in love with anything because you're gonna find something better in a couple of levels. It's <laughs> just how it is. Uh, but overall, it's it's really good. It's great. It's going to be around for a while. Uh, is it going to be a game of the year? The answer is it deserves to be on the short list. It deserves to be nominated. I would say at this point, there's that game and uh, Hogwarts Legacy. You know, Diablo 4 and Hogwarts Legacy are, are there on that list, uh, at least on my list. We'll see what happens. There's a lot of good stuff coming out here over the next couple of months, including Starfield. Starfield could just blow the doors off of everything in three months. We will see. We will see. We will see. But as of right now, uh, it's it's Hogwarts and it's uh, Diablo 4 are my uh, nominations for games of the year. We'll, we'll see what happens. So hope... That uh, I can't. I, I just I do. I think it's that good. So I hope you'll give it a try. You know, if if you see me in the game, you know I am there. Drop in, say hey, hey. Listen to the podcast. You're doing great. Keep it up. Or hey, Enigma, you you suck, and I think you need to retire the podcast. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, drop in and you know say hi to me if if you see me on. I'm like I've told people a million times. Uh, I I consider myself to be pretty approachable, and I've heard people say the same thing that. I'm one of the more approachable streamers out there. I don't, uh, I don't belittle anybody. I don't make fun of anybody. You know, I might not hang around very often, but I, I will definitely be nice to you. So, go ahead and check, check me out there. No, that's gonna call it for our podcast today. I really hope that you have enjoyed it. Please do not forget to follow me on Twitch and Twitter. I am most active on Twitter. This past week, I was very busy at work. I had a lot going on. Uh, I hope to have more time this week. I still posted stuff. I still said things, but I wasn't nearly as active because I I just I I, I was busy. I was very busy. I don't want to get into it. And <laughs> let's just say I, I it was not my call. I had lots going on, but uh, I really want to to make sure I tell people you know to follow me on those platforms, Twitch and Twitter, especially Twitter. Uh, well, both of them, especially Twitch, but Twitter as well because Twitter is where you're going to. See me trying to be positive, trying to be nice. Uh, I try to post things to make people laugh, make people smile, uh, say nice things. I'm just, I'm just that kind of person. I know I joke here about being an evil supervillain and, and all that, and I do take pride in that fact. I have to say, but the truth of the matter is, is that uh, 
I really do want everyone to be as happy as you possibly can be. And that's why I post the funny pictures. That's why I say nice things to people. And that's why I, 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 I'm friendly. There's so much negativity at, at, online. There really is. You can go anywhere right now and get negativity. And I do my best to not subscribe to that. I do my best to not always be negative. You know, we always have, we're all going to have our time. We're all going to have, when things happen, you know, things are going to happen. You're just not going to feel right. You're not going to, you're going to have a bad day. That, that happens to all of us, uh, including me. You know, I, I, Thursday, this past Thursday, I, I was not a happy camper at the end of my work day. But uh, I, that doesn't mean I don't want everyone to try to, to, to be nice and, and, and enjoy, enjoy life. We're only on this rock for a very small period of time. And the older you get, the faster that time goes by, guys. I mean, it, we're already six months. We're already halfway through the year. I mean, what the heck? How, how can that be? It feels like 2023 just started and it's already halfway over. So don't take anything for granted. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Do your best to really enjoy what you can while you can. Enjoy enjoy things. Look at the go outside and enjoy the sunlight. Enjoy flowers. Enjoy dogs and cats and and just do what you can to to enjoy life because you can't live in negativity. It will destroy you and uh, you know it, and your brain can do that to you. But I do my best to hopefully uplift and at least. If I can make one person smile per day, then I feel like I've done my job. You know, I, I, I do. I want you, I want everyone to smile. I want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to focus on what you do have instead of worrying about what you don't have. So, you know, if you follow me on Twitch and Twitter, I'll definitely do my best to uh, entertain, make you smile, make you laugh. Hopefully, uh, talk with me some. I will talk with you all day long. If you have any suggestions for the podcast, please feel free to mention it to me on social media. I'll be more than happy to interact with you if you like what you're hearing here. You know, tell your friends because I would love this podcast to grow. Over the last couple of months, I've grown a little bit, and I'm very, very, very happy that there are folks out there who have taken the plunge and have said nice things to me. I've had folks come to me and say, hey, this is really good, and I'm happy about that. I really want to continue to improve, though. I know I ramble a little bit sometimes, and I know that I say uh or but or so or something, you know, because we all use certain words when we're trying to think of something to say. But the truth is, uh, see, I just said but there. I, I really do want this platform to get better, and uh, it's only going to get better with more ears, more more consumption, and people tell me what they think I could do to, to make, a, make it a better experience for you guys. Same thing with my streaming. I'm by no means a perfect streamer. I, I know there's lots of uh, folks out there who say the most wonderful things about my streams that I interact with people and I do funny voices and I, I, I do I do the funny voices and, and I do my best to make you laugh and make you smile, you know. Uh, I really do want to do that and, and uh, there's folks who have said that for me, but I know I'm not, I'm not perfect. I mean, I, I, I want to get better and the only way I'm going to get better is expanding the audience making me evolve to be better so people will want to come in and it just it just means the world to me that there are so many people who are who have been there and are helping me along the way it really does so thank you so much for listening don't forget to follow me on those those platforms don't forget about the hot sauces and definitely don't forget about glitch drinks uh guys we really are trying to become partnered with them and if we do well this month with uh with the the code dragon x fire on their website uh, there could be some great, great things coming up for Team Dragonfire, okay? So go ahead and uh, drop us 
drop it. You know, just you, you just get one thing. Go go get a shaker bottle with some. Uh, they include samples in there. If you go see what you think of them, okay. So uh, I'll talk to everybody here coming up next week. I will be online this weekend to stream probably more Diablo. We will see. Final Fantasy is coming out, so I like I said, I'm gonna play that one by ear. I want to play. Maybe I'll do Diablo Friday night and Final Fantasy on Sunday. We'll see. We will see. But in the meantime, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. And try to make someone smile today, okay? Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon.